Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Friday. Max, what's going on? Hi, good morning. What's going on, Sex Panther? Oh, man, I I didn't think he would actually do it, but I was kind of mildly prepared for it. So I said I got a, a transition. Obviously, we're going to talk about Thursday night football, another gem of a game for us. But Max, I just I don't get to say this to you very often, but you were wrong. You were wrong. And I was wrong. Doesn't even happen that often. But both of us were wrong in the preseason. We talked about who we kind of bickered back and forth about what we thought was the most competitive division in the NFL. The most competitive division is the NFC South, because I don't think anybody wants to win it. <laughs> uh, not not the East that has three teams that are, you know, with five wins or above, but no. those in the South that have, that have teams with uh, no, no one with over three wins. That's it. Yeah, I agree. Listen, you know, it's, it's going to be a dogfight for that South because you still think Tampa's going to somehow fucking win it, but after watching last night's game, um, man, I, I, you'd think that they're going to beat some of the lesser teams, but then they got stomped by fucking Carolina last week. Um, they've got some real big red zone issues, and we'll get into that. You know, it's funny, too, is in the pre-show you said that you had a transition. I was going to let you get to it. I, 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 I ceded the transition to you uh, because you are the transitioner. You love to transition, so uh, I, I, that's one of your nicknames. So I, I ceded that to you. Uh, mine was going to be a question to Arch. Honestly, right out of the gate, I was going to ask a question to Arch. Uh, Arch, you are forty-four years old, correct? Uh, yeah, I think so. So you're a year younger than Tom Brady. That's right. right? Okay, so next year it all goes downhill. You're just fucked. Next year you're not going to be able to throw the fo- football as far as you could. Uh, you're not going to look as good. You're going to look gaunt and look. You know, you're you're. Uh, I'm, uh, hey. Maybe uh, maybe you get a, a second chance. Uh, maybe your wife will leave you and everything. So uh, the cats, the cats are going to fucking uh, just betray you. So next year it all goes downhill for you. Sorry, That's true. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't imagine it getting any worse. Right now, I can hurt myself by putting my seatbelt on. So you, you know, that's the funny fucking thing. It's like when you get, I, I, you know, around the the forty year old age, it really is stupid shit like that that you get hurt with. Yeah. I told, I think I told you guys. Now I tell everyone, uh, 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 you know, in my office that it was like a sports injury, but just stepping in my garage, like, uh, you know, I, I I I tore a fucking ligament in my knee. <laughs> you know, it's just like I had a fucking MCL tear. From just stepping over something in my garage. Now, first off, there should not be shit in my garage. And I've got a bone to pick with the people that just leave fucking stuff laying around in my garage that I got to step over. That said. Was it a screwdriver? It was. It was just a, it was a screwdriver. Okay. Yeah, I, I probably actually dropped it while, you know, looking at the screwdriver and not actually building anything. Because I've got no room in my fucking garage to do stuff. <laughs> I digress. I, I listen. I'm empathetic with Tom, knowing that that's that my life is going to fall apart like his did. You know, he could have oh. he, he fucking went out on top. He won a Super Bowl. What was it? Two years ago? Yeah. That should have been it. 
What the greedy fucker? Like seriously, he should have just he that should have been it. Like I I said it on the show the other day that him and uh, Bill should have like went out hand in hand when they won their last one. But that that should have been it for him. This this is I feel bad. You know he, he put up three hundred twenty five yards, and I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback put up three hundred twenty five yards, and I felt sad for him. Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny though that you say, you say he should have left, or he's you're calling him greedy. But this greed, getting those couple extra years with Tampa Bay, is actually going to cost him millions of dollars through this divorce <laughs> with Giselle. Uh, so he, he, child support or however that's going to work, the, the greed probably is going to backfire. He did get that one extra ring on his finger, but this team, I I don't know what to think of this team. They got dominated in time of possession. They got inside the 15-yard line three times and had to settle for field goals. The defense isn't near the caliber it was when they won that Super Bowl tier two years ago. Uh, are they winning this division, Arch? Do we really think this is still the team to, to come out of the South? Maybe. <laughs> I just... <laughs> You got to think somehow, some way they're gonna they're gonna pull this together and get ahead of uh, get ahead of Atlanta and Carolina and New Orleans. I mean, but I don't know how. I don't know what their path is right now. I can't tell if it's it. It doesn't look like it's system, although they're probably maybe a part of it. Or if Tom's just off. We were talking in the book club. It looks like some of his throws were a little too far on his touch throws, and some of them were a little too short. Rarely he got it right where he should be. And I don't think that's timing with the receivers. I think Tom is just a little bit off. Age will do that to you. Yeah. Uh, it's it eventually is going to catch up with them. Right. Um, yeah. It's a couple of weird statistics. I'm going to, I'm going to post, I'm going to pull uh, uh, Panthers questions. Uh, uh, Tom Brady. When was the last time he had a three game losing streak? Ooh. What Oops. year? I have mm. no idea. I just throw it out there. 2012. I'm making one up. Okay, Arch, you want to take a guess? Um, I'd have to look at the stats. Uh, I, I was saying when, when he was throwing all those monster numbers out there. So uh, yeah, late 2000, like let's say 2009. Kyle says never. Okay, uh, Panther, you were 10 years off. 2002 was the last time oh, he lost three games in a row. Yeah, last time he lost three wow. games in a row. So uh, th again, th that kind of shows you this is this is just. Uh, it catches up with you eventually, right? Um, he also he also got a uh, a great statistic last night. I don't know why no one was applauding this one. Did you see that he is now he 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 beat Big Ben on on a, a career category? He is now the most sacked quarterback of all time. Congrats, <laughs> Tom Brady. The three sacks last night pushed you over the top. Another record that you've beaten Big Ben with. Congrats. I'm I'm so happy for you. I'm sure you're not happy about having that statistic because. Every one of those hits fucking hurt. I bet. Um, yeah, I, I it's he he looks off. Like just just from watching the game, uh, he just le he looks like there's just something. I don't know. Maybe he needs eye surgery. <laughs> you know, I, I, maybe it's <laughs> maybe he needs to get the James Winston fucking eye surgery or something. Like that it's not like he's throwing picks, but it just like it seems like the window that he used to see. He used to he, he used to have that perfect window that he could just like throw the ball right into that window. I don't know if he's seeing that window anymore or if he just can't throw like the body, the shoulder just can't throw it as accurately to that window anymore. It's like, hey, Cause it's not like it's wild. It's not like it's a wobbly fucking ball. It's just like a hair or two off. And those hair or twos are costing them touchdowns. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I thought his I, I thought his last year in New England, it looked like he was doing a lot of that dink and dunk stuff, throwing to the running backs a lot. And I think that might be part of the problem here is he's not getting any help from his running backs for rushing the ball. They only had 44 yards rushing last night, and he doesn't really do the dink and dunk. He's kind of forced to go to Chris Godwin and, and Mike Evans, and I don't know that that's necessarily what Tom Brady wants to do. The offensive line isn't really protecting him that well. They're not running the ball, and I don't think he can throw it as deep as he used to. So there's a lot of factors that's really you know, complexing this offense and limiting what they can actually do. I wonder, you know, the best quarterbacks can make snap decisions, just decisions on the fly instantly and be correct. <laughs> All of us can make snap decisions. Uh, most of us are not correct, but like the great quarterbacks, I'm thinking, you know, Brady was always good at that. I think Mahomes has that too. He can run around like a fool and make a snap decision that most of the time turns out to be the right decision. Not always, but most of the time there's a, the connection's gotten slower, right? The, the snap decision Tom's making maybe just a little bit slower to get to, you know, get the thought to the arm. I don't want to underplay the fact that uh, Cameron Brate's been injured, right? Yeah, he got injured yeah, in that yeah. Pittsburgh game, and and you know, throughout his career, Tom has succeeded when he's had that uh, safety blanket at tight end, right? I mean, and and uh, I I don't who who the fuck's the backup um, for for uh, Brate? Um, Jeez, fucking they, they uh, Kyle, Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph's it? like the fourth on the depth chart. It's, it's someone like oh, wow. fucking uh, Cade Otten or some shit like that. Uh, I'd have to check the fucking stats from last night's game. Like I remember hearing the name, and I'm like, who the fuck is that at tight end? Um, but yeah, I, I, I want to say that not having a, and I, I put Cameron Brate as an above average tight end, but you know, uh, and even Gronkowski the last few seasons hasn't been an elite Gronkowski, but it's that fucking safety blanket where he could, you know, we talk about that, um, quick decision-making like Tom has always been, I'd say for you know the last 20 years, like the fastest guy when it gets with ball release. Right. right? I think right. the metrics uh, metrics show that that even even in his 40s, he's still faster than most guys in the league and getting rid of the ball fast enough. And a lot of that is because, oh, shit, the tight end is open three yards out. I'm going to fucking hit him. Mm -hmm. I, th th boom. Done. Boom. Done. You know, and that's going to help the average. You don't even have to fucking think. It's just that you knew Gronkowski where he was going to be, how far he was going to be, and you just hit him with it. I, I don't. I think the loss of a, a good enough tight end is probably fucking him over right now too. So you think if there was a tight end, everything's fixed, or no? I won't say. I won't say everything's fixed because again, like you know, uh, I, I you know, looking at some of the passes, yeah, it's, you know, maybe the timing is still off with that tight end. But I think the red zone issues get better if if he's got a tight end. That you know, who's defend? Who's def I don't even know this guy's name. Who's defending that guy? No one's going to fucking defend that guy. They're going to fucking double up on Mike Evans in the red zone. It is Trust Kate, me, I, it is Kate, I, I, have, I, I have I have, Mike Evans on my goddamn fantasy team. Trust me, he's being double teamed. <laughs> I know it. Kate Otten we're is really the guy. We're okay. really echoing the same sentiment, right? No, no tight end, no pass catching running. Yeah, exactly. Back. Right. Short oh. mid-range is not his aim, and he doesn't have the weapons. He's Kate Otten did get 15 yards yesterday, Arch. 15. Nice. 15. Not bad, right? Yeah. yeah. After yeah. what, like seven catches? It was a two. It was two. It was okay. Two, 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 two for 15. Yeah. He's, he had a 10 yard and a five yard. Hey, man, so seven yards in a cloud of dust. Five, five targets as well. So oh. he did target Kate Otten five times. Uh, so there you go. Five, the, five targets, two catches. He could play for the Packers. I <laughs>
Well, big question for you while, while we're talking about the Packers here and, 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 and Panther tries to get his uh, connection kind of fixed is um, I, I saw that your Chiefs made a trade yesterday. Oh, right. Yeah. Really? Packers? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing. We're good. We're standing pat on the receivers. <laughs> You're, we fine. Have. You're fine. with. I think Lazard's going to miss the next game. You're, you guys are fine with it. like not even making a play. Like, is it is it really like, oh, we'll get OBJ. Oh, we just not gonna want to fucking play for that shit right now. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, you know, they already had Sammy Watkins, so I don't know if they needed another oh, wide receiver yeah. who's gonna be you know, yeah, it's a injured all the really. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that Forrest Gump fucking gift, by the way. That fucking. <laughs> that, oh my god. That's, I fucking. I I pissed my pants when I saw that fucking thing. I was like, it's, holy shit. Um. Yeah. Listen, I, I think I think Tampa Bay is uh, still capable of winning this South. Um. But y- man. You know the Panthers are kind of like fucking like kicking themselves. It's like, what the fuck? This was the year we could have won it. What the fuck went wrong? You know, I, 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 I are we pitting this all on Matt Rule with 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 Carolina? This could have been a year that Carolina won it. I mean, uh, same thing with 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 with, uh, with with New Orleans, right? I mean, man, it, it, if the Falcons fucking win, oh my god, oh god, yes, oh my god, that it just like. Fucking hilarious if the fucking Falcons win it. You know, is Marcus Mariota getting an extension if the Falcons win? No. No, <laughs> right? no, no, no. Marcus Mariota deserves to be a backup on another fucking team. And if he leads the fucking uh, Falcons to win the South, I'm, I'm just going to laugh hysterically. The king backup. He'd be the, the, the backup all backups talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the, he's, he's uh, who, who's the fucking, not Brock Osweiler. Who's the fucking guy that just collected paychecks? Um, oh, God. Get oh, you're fucking. Man. It was a kid out of uh, Missouri, wasn't it? I can't. I can't remember his fucking name. There was. There was the the Colt. Was it Colt McCoy? No. There was another guy that just fucking collected goddamn paychecks. He made more money than like. Oh, as a backup, not play, okay. as a backup. As a backup. Yeah, as no, backup. As a backup. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't Blake Bortles, man. There was. A, there was another fucking guy. It's. It's not Colt McCoy, but it, like, he's got a similar fucking stupid name. Uh, to Colt McCoy, um, but this dude just like made a ton just being a backup. I think that could be Mariota's fucking thing. He could be the fucking yeah. He'd be the king of the fucking uh, backups right there, <laughs> until until fucking Jimmy G steps in. I mean, Jimmy G really could be you know the I don't know the, the usurper to that fucking crown. That's for goddamn sure. Oh, Jimmy G's uh, he's the um, heir apparent to Sam Bradford, right? A guy who should have been backup. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. All right. Uh, enough of this nonsense. Let's take a break. Let's talk about the book club. Uh, some. Awesome guys listening live right now, commenting as they go, and then Kyle left. So I can say that there's still awesome guys listening to the show live right now. Uh, you can hang out with us, too, if you go to thedgens.net. It's Chase Daniels. Thank you, Rory. Oh, Holy man. shit. That's who I was thinking of. Oh, See? This is hey, it was Missouri guy. Live. You listen yep. live, and you can, like, you can help me. Nardog's not here. That's why. Fuck. Fucking A, Nardog. This is the second day you missed this week. Second day you've missed this week where you can't produce. Rory's taking over your job. Rory with the fucking Chase Daniels because he's listening live. TheDegens.net. Sign up free for three days after that. Only $25 a month. Hang out with us. Bullshit with us. Pop culture stuff. Spicy memes. Follow. I have been on a NHL heater. Knock on wood. Like Knock on wood. Uh, yeah. Hit on the fucking yeah. flyers yesterday. And, and not only did it hit on the flyers. I'm also giving some in-game uh, opportunities, right? Yeah, so if I see that. a team, uh, like, uh, you know, I'm, I, if I'm seeing a, a big hedge opportunity, I'm posting them in there just so you're aware as well of, of how you can make some money in the NHL. Exclusively on the book club, thedegens.net. For you to book it over here to the book club. 
Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc all right world series oh fuck that's happening that's that's today that's today oh man i man i gotta get to queens to to go watch that right (laughs) yes you do yeah, it's it's uh um or, or L.A. the Dodgers the Dodgers made the World Series this year right in in the NL no it was the Padres they had, they had to have oh the Padres made it no they couldn't have made it it had to be one of those hundred win teams the Braves the Braves made it right <laughs> Braves <laughs> holy shit it's finally here fucking Egg Burger and King Kyle will never hear from them a fucking again until the bells start ringing Astros won almost twenty more regular season games than the Phillies did guys it's one hundred and six wins that they had. The uh, the the Phillies had 87, so almost a, a 20 more fucking games. Uh, and you know what it means, guys? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely not. Well, it, I, OK, it means something because they got home field advantage. It means very little because home field advantage really hasn't mattered to the Phillies in this playoffs. I mean, they've been road dogs ever since the pre-divisional, not all divisional winners make it divisional series. That's how that's how long that they've been road dogs for. Houston going to try to kick off a World Series, try to kind of uh, you know clean the slate. Right. Let's say, OK, we know you think of us as cheaters. We won our last World Series with trash can banging, yada, yada, yada. So this year we're going to win it clean. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. How are they cheating, guys? Guys, have we figured out how they're cheating yet? They're cheating the same way every baseball team cheats, right? Oh, just legitimately stealing signs, not, not Ste- using yeah, like, yeah, yeah, stealing signs, not yeah. using electronic surveillance, using gotcha. uh, y- using designer steroids, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, excellent. Yep. That makes a ton of sense. Uh, I asked you guys a question. 
I'm going to uh, ask you guys another question. Name the two pitchers that have had World Series appearances in three different decades. There's only one to do it, and that is Roger Clemens. Until tonight, Mm. when Justin Verlander becomes number two. Mm. My former... uh, Former uh, Astro Roger Clemens, uh, definitely not a steroid user. Definitely not a steroid user. Roger I think you Clemens. might mis- be mis- misremembering here. Am I misremembering? I I might be. Uh, those are the only guys to to ha- pitch in World Series in three separate decades. Uh, Phil's going to counter with Aaron Nola just because the near eliteness of Zach Wheeler is too much for us to fucking handle in a game one. <laughs> Our minds would explode if ja- uh, Zach Wheeler fucking pitched tonight. Uh, I've said it all along. I like the Astros to win the series. I like them to win game one, but I can honestly say when I ran my numbers, uh, the values on the Phillies here, mm-hmm. this is a, this is a plus 125 game. This is not a plus 140 is one I saw it last plus 152. Holy fuck. Wow. I, I'm not going to do it because I didn't write it down. I, with the 152, I should be betting this fucking thing. I, I'm going to lean the Phillies here, not because I think they win, but because I think this line is, is just wrong. I think the line is wrong, too, but the wrong direction. Verlander's on the mound, plenty of time to rest. Houston's dominant at home. They have the advantage in every category. I think they have the, the advantage in the hitting. They have the advantage in the pitching. They have the advantage in the bullpen. Uh, they, they've been the better team. They've been the best team all season long. Apologies to the Dodgers and the Mets and the Braves and everybody else that won 100 wins, but this, is, this has been Houston's year. The one thing about Philadelphia that kind of gives me just a little pause is every once in a while, you get that little Cinderella story. That team that didn't have a chance. That team that two days prior to the season ending, we didn't even know if they were going to make it or not. Like, last one in, and then they go on this little heater. Um, So they're playing really well. I think they'll be really competitive. But in game one, I I, listen, heading up to this game, I kind of thought they should have pitched somebody else. Like, Ranger Suarez or, or pitch somebody else, punt this game and save Nola and Wheeler for games two and three. They didn't. I, I kind of hate that they're using Nola tonight, but I do think Verlander comes out, takes care of business. I'll eat the chalk of 170 and put $50 on the Astros. I do think the Astros win. I do think they win this game. I think they win the whole series. But with that being said, you give me a plus 152 on the mm. Phillies. I got to take it. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, it really is too much. Even the 145, I think, is too high. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm going to put my 10 bucks on the Phillies and just, just as a value play. I do think the Astros are a better team. I do think they should take care of business. But it's a, the value is too hard to ignore. Absolutely. All right. Moving on to NBA. Yay. All right, I got three games in the NBA today. Uh, big, big slate of games today, right? Uh, let's start off with Indiana and Washington. Uh, Washington off to a pretty damn good start to the season. Uh, with Porzingis healthy, uh, this team is actually pretty balanced. Uh, him, Beal, Kuzma, they seem to have a pretty good offense out there. It's not all just Beal trying to fucking win games on his own. Uh, only loss was an OT loss to the Cavs. Can't fucking be mad at them for that one. Cavs are a pretty good fucking team, too. Uh, amongst their wins, though, was a seven-point win over the Pacers. Indy has shown, I believe that they are aiming for the number one pick next year. I do truly believe that Indy is in tank mode, so I think this is an easy bet for me. $15 money line bet on the Bullets. Yeah, I woke up this morning and looked at the scoreboard and found that I bet in three different sports, football, basketball, and hockey yesterday, and do? I went 0-5. <laughs> and I, I, uh, not, not, yeah, not good. 
Not good. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of changing my model a little bit, of how I do things in the early going. Basketball is kind of tough for me coming out of the gate. I don't have enough information and enough knowledge. You got so-called playoff teams playing like shit. You got so-called lottery teams playing really well. And that kind of has me fucked up. So now you have two, well, I mean, the Pacers are a lottery team. I don't know what to make of this Bullets team. But I do think at home with the two of the best players on the floor, with Beal and Porzingis, they should win. I just am going to kind of follow Max here for a little bit and just play the money line game. So I will money line the Bullets uh, $25 on Washington. 25 Gotcha. Yeah, I want my... I want my ten dollars. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's like two oh six minus two oh six right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm leaning the Wizards minus the five and a half. I think that you guys are going to cash this one absolutely. I almost bet it. I was close, but not quite. So, kiss of death avoided. All right, uh, next one up. Let's talk Knicks and Milwaukee. Uh, M- Milwaukee is yet to lose this season. Uh, they've beaten Houston. They've beaten Philly. They've beaten Brooklyn. So that is their three and zero start. But I will argue. And I'd like to hear anyone try to argue back that the Knicks could actually be their biggest challenge all season. Uh, Brooklyn and Philly, they've got the star power. We know that. But the New York Knicks have the depth. And if their second team can make a run while Giannis is resting, we know that Milwaukee's depth is an issue for them right now. I think that this gives the Knicks team an edge. Uh, of course, you know, listen, uh, Giannis has been unbelievable. This is what they call the peak season, right? This is where the guy is, is at. Uh, he's averaging 36 fucking points per game. Is that sustainable? Probably not. But it's necessary right now with Middleton out, with Condison out. Um, saw that they had another injury. Um, uh, you know, so this team is going to need Giannis to do everything he can. So, uh, really, I, I I think that the Knicks have a opportunity to give Milwaukee their first loss. Uh, Five dollar money line bet on the Knicks. Not a game that I'm on here. I think Milwaukee is maybe a little deeper than we give them credit for, but. That said, I do think they win. I just don't know that they actually cover. I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you that this is probably their toughest test. Uh, I thought you were going to come at it with, you know, you can argue that Milwaukee hasn't played anybody yet, which I wouldn't argue that either. So I, I do think this will be their toughest test, but they are at home. The six and a half seems a little extra to me. So just a lean on the Knicks with those points. I think you're absolutely right. I think the Knicks are their biggest test. Um, this is Thibodeau's third season, right? Mm-hmm. We like mm-hmm. we liked him in season one. Season two was a bit of a, a step back. They, they 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 had issues last year, and I'll tell you why they had issues. One, Derrick Rose was was injured most of the most of the okay. season. Two, uh, they they did that Fournier signing, and he was just a bust last year. This year, I, I like the Brunson edition, and I think Fournier's got his fucking head back on right to to shoot some shots. I, and and Derrick Rose is healthy enough to contribute as as a bench player. So I like the Knicks this year more so than I did last year, for sure. No, yeah, and, and NBA, I think, especially, is, is not linear growth. I don't think you just keep taking steps forward each season. Sometimes you take a step back and then a big step forward. So I think the Knicks are a real problem for – they're going to be a real problem for a lot of teams. Lean in the Knicks, not, not quite betting this game though all right last game up for me i talked about the uh the the pacers right and 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 their pursuit of the number one pick and i'm about to talk about another team and their pursuit of the number one pick uh it's not the chicago bulls it's not the chicago Chicago bulls are not uh, aiming for that number one pick next year but i can say this about the chicago bulls they are so fucking frustrating right i mean you know at times they look like a goddamn contender out there they beat the celtics by 18 points and then they lost to fucking Cleveland by 32. (laughs) 
you know, that is that is a team that looks like missing Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball uh, is, is making a difference. Um, so which team shows up tonight? I'm assuming it's the team that beat the Celtics. Uh, they, you know, Bulls are three and two. It's the same record as the Spurs. But I get the feeling that the Spurs are just, they're just saying, hey, we're not tanking. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We're three and two. Ha 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 ha. Now the tanking's going to begin. Ten dollar money line bet on the Bulls. Yeah, I think the you know the Spurs. This is their first home game, I believe. They've been on the road to start the season. They're coming home uh, after a five game road trip, and the Bulls. Yeah, they are kind of a head scratcher, but I think when you look at the sheer amount of talent across the board, the Bulls have the advantage at literally every single possession or position. So I, I would be stunned. I might quit betting basketball if the Spurs win this game. Uh, money line in this one as well. Twenty dollars on doubles. Man, all of a sudden, I I've got I feel like I have to bet the Spurs. Like <laughs> after that statement, I feel like that's a, a must. I I don't ever make in in show changes, but man, all of a sudden, I'm leaning the Spurs plus the four and a half incredibly hard. <laughs> and if you want to see his official picks, you got to join the book club because he does he, some some of the things that he says on the show as leans uh, sometimes end up as bets or something in, in the book club. You never know. Yeah. You never know. You never ever know. That is it for me in the NBA. I got two more games. Let's take a look at Atlanta going to Detroit. These two teams just played. They're going to play again for that genius NBA scheduling model they use. But Detroit, I, listen, we're not really talking about. Detroit, but I think they actually might be the favorite right now for that, you know, number one pick. I, I know they do their stupid ping pong balls and whatever, but uh, Detroit could finish with the worst record. There's not a lot to like about this Detroit team. They're going against a Hawks team that's still trying to find their way, but it has been so far the DeJounte Murray and Trey Young show. Detroit does not match up with that at all. So I will put $25 on the money line on the Hawks. Of course, when does Orlando just bubble rep Banchero for the season? I'll be pissed because he's in my fantasy team. <laughs> you imagine imagine that Wimbayana and fucking Benchero. That's a fucking cornerstone for the goddamn future, right? Oh, so. Absolutely. Uh, listen, I... I don't hate Detroit in this one, not to win it. So I'm not going to bet them on the money line. But um, was it six? Six. Last time I, saw six, him? six. Uh, I think that's just a little bit too much for, uh, for Atlanta. Um, I'm going to lean Detroit with the points here. I, I don't have them winning it. So, I, you know, I don't want to recommend a money line there. It's without uh, outside my implied probability there. But yeah, I mean, a lean on Detroit with the points. You know, I'm going to jump on Atlanta minus the points, minus the six. Uh, one of my biggest holes in the NBA was thinking that underdogs could cover. And it just never worked out for me. So uh, a little bit of change in philosophy here. I'm going to take Atlanta minus a six for 10 bucks. I don't know if it's a change yeah. of philosophy. I think it's just looking at the right games because you were you were always banging the drum if they win, they cover. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that was that, that was your old philosophy. I think it was just off because of fourth quarter shenanigans. <laughs> I, you know, I honestly I haven't seen as many fourth fourth quarter shenanigans this season. As, as, as in previous, I, it's it's early. I know it's three or four fucking games into the season, but I've seen teams get big leads and not necessarily kind of hold them. on to it. Yeah. You know, they kind of like I think teams are now like saying, oh, shit, fucking teams can hit three pointers. So let's let's keep fucking trying to score. Uh, you got one more Panther. One more game. We're going to look at New Orleans going to Phoenix. I think we do like collectively like the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, it's a little banged up, you know, with the Zion and Ingram things going on, but going to Phoenix, I, I think they'll put up a battle 
I maybe keep it close, but this Phoenix team is so good and so really good when they're at home. Coming off that big win against Golden State, they've had three days to rest, no travel. So I think the Suns can take care of business again here. So this is another Moneyline play, uh, $25 on the Suns. Listen, I have the Suns winning, but but only by a point here. I think uh, you know, and and typically speaking, if I if I, if if I have a team that's within a possession, like within a score, um, or a dog, I, I usually give them an, an eye. Um, I hit on New Orleans the other day as a dog, so I'm kind of like, all right, <laughs> they got they got to lose this time, right? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll lean New Orleans with those points, and, and I I doubt that they win. I, so I, I I can't bet them on the money line. You know, I'm going to jump on this with you, Panther, not the money line. I'm going to take Phoenix minus seven, although it does worry me, right? Home after our road trip. <laughs> it's early in the season, yeah, though, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah the, the girlfriends can't be too fucking mad no, yet. No, yeah. no, not yet. <laughs> or the wives either, right? Yeah. Oh, the wives are always mad. Oh, well, true. That's the default. This is the default setting, right? Yeah. It's, it's weird. You put the ring on and then the default setting switches. It does. Yeah, it, bizarre. Yeah. That's it for Panther. What else you got, Arch? Lakers are going to Minnesota. Oh, man. I like the T-Wolves today, minus the <laughs> seven and a half. I really like them. Give me the T-Wolves, minus seven and a half for 10 bucks. I fucking agree. I have them winning this game by, by almost double digits here. I I don't want to be one of those like, oh, the Lakers suck. And the fucking trying to push that narrative. But guess what? I'm one of those, oh, the Lakers suck <laughs> <laughs> because they suck. I'm not doing it because the fucking news media fucking tells me the Lakers suck. I was fucking saying that before the fucking uh, why mainstream media was fucking saying the Lakers suck. This team sucks. You can see it with your goddamn two eyeballs. This team sucks. I think Minnesota wins. I think they cover a lean on the T-Wolves. I got to jet out of here, guys, getting pulled over. That was fun. Got to go. He got pulled over. How do you get pulled over? Wow. He's on a headset, wow. right? Maybe. Mm. So he's gone. All right. Uh, I'll talk more about the NBA in the book club. Let's go to hockey. All right. Let's 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 go to hockey. I think that's the first time ever that he's ever got pulled over on, on the fucking show. Let's, let's, we'll find out what... Uh, Sometimes Department of Transportation just hassles people <laughs> yeah yeah we'll, we'll we'll see what uh he uh what he's gonna get as a uh you know uh, uh an offering to the uh the local government there mm-hmm. right uh i listen i only got one game in the nhl and that's the pittsburgh penguins and vancouver canucks uh penguins their canadian road trip has not been good so far mm. you know they, they they lost to edmonton they lost to calgary uh they also have lost to montreal in canada this season but uh, I think that this is the chance for them to get over their Canadian curse. Canucks got that 5-4 win yesterday over uh, the Seattle Kraken. That was their first win of the season. Uh, so I, I think that that their win streak ends at one right there. It's a little bit chalky. It's getting chalkier, too. So, I mean, by, by the time you hear this podcast, I hope that it's still the implied probabilities there for you. A $10 bet on Pittsburgh. All right. Uh, yeah, I think you're probably right. Pittsburgh wins. But that was my question. Is Is it? Is it in the realm of uh, implied probability? But you say it's yes. getting out of it. It's getting out of it right now. What, what's the, what's the line that you see? One six nine, minus one sixty five up to minus one oh, up to minus one eighty two. The one eighty two is out. Yeah. One minus one seventy two is your is your ceiling. Oh, yeah, it's 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 close. It's close. So. Uh, but that's it. That's uh, that's all I really, really like in the NHL. But I, I did want to touch upon something in the NHL yesterday, Arch. You asked about Toronto and yeah. San Jose, right? Yeah. Or Anaheim or San Jose? San Jose. Uh, San Jose. San Jose. And I, my implied probability said Toronto uh, does that, right? Uh, and 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 
Uh, I, I I need to adjust my implied probability to Toronto because every time every fucking time that they play a road a road <laughs> they, they play on the road and they're against a dog that's getting the fucking yeah I think it just should be automatic. Toronto is the team that loses those big fucking spread uh, those, those big uh, money line uh, mm-hmm. uh, games. So I think my default is just going to be Toronto uh, big plus line fade them. Gotcha. Uh, what about the Coyotes today playing Winnipeg? Winnipeg is seriously minus one sixty two on the road. I like Arizona. Yeah, yeah. How can you not? I, I, and you know what is is it's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, Arizona is uh, they're not uh, they're not playing in a stadium per se. They're playing in like a fucking college uh, stadium. So I think there's only going to be like six thousand capacity. So you know, I mean they they don't need it. I mean, there's only four hundred people that go to Coyotes games anyway. Right, but you right. know, it's it's going to be interesting to see how that plays difference, right? Uh, you know, if they could get a home crowd there in a small arena like that. Yeah. Dude, that that could be a huge fucking factor. Like that that you know that the, you, you know listen, I've insulted basketball players from the court and I remember uh Joachim Noah like waving to me and and so forth. But like if it's everyone that's just on top of you fucking screaming, oof, that's that's got to be a mental fuck, you know, uh you know fucking uh, impact right there, right? Mm-hmm. Um I like Arizona though. I think the the value's there. Good, good. No 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 value on Anaheim is there? Against uh, uh, the Golden Knights plus two thirty. Uh, I'm on Vegas. Yeah. yeah, I'm on Vegas on that one. Yeah, yeah. Lean, I lean on Vegas. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but, You know, I, I, I almost bet the Islanders again going into Carolina. Uh, Islanders surprisingly good fucking team this year. I mean, I, I, they were a good team two years ago, right? I mean, they, they went into last season as a Stanley Cup favorite until they had that whole fucking home bullshit where they're on the road for like twenty fucking games. Oh, in a row. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then they came home and it wasn't really home. It was really bizarre. Uh, I kind of like the Islanders, that big plus line. Why don't you bet it? I don't know. I'm not going to bet it on the show. Okay. Okay. But if you're part of the book club, maybe you see if I do something later. Oh. Just saying. Just saying. I'm going to leave a couple of games for the book club people because there's a couple of games we haven't talked about. I'll leave that for the book club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to do the same. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are we talking uh, No comments. Any comments to speak of? Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, post my pick now because I won't be in here. This is Iceberg, Arizona, plus 1.5. So that's chicken shit. Just take that the one. money line. Don't pay the minus. Yeah. It was like minus 175. Who's your dad saying Saxy stole the Halloween show? It was a good joke, but Arch Arch was running. Arch was Arch was running, and, and Maxie put out its foot and tripped up Arch. So, but it was good. It was good. Uh, <laughs> Big Daddy Parlay loved the opening. By the way, he loved the opening. So uh, I guess transitioner uh, Panther. Good. Um, Ward of the State of, Panther. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a lot of uh, uh, guesses about which uh, quarterback I was thinking of. Uh, Blake Bortles, of course. Clipboard Jesus. Uh, but yeah, Rory was correct with Chase Daniels. Uh, Rory also saying Houston's going to fuck up the Phils tonight and fuck Kyle's team. <laughs> Rory loves the fact that we still call the Wizards the Bullets because that's something we've been doing for, what, three years now? It's four years? Whatever. Um, Raising Panther, a legend for getting pulled over. Who's your dad? I say, damn, that sucks. On a positive note, Arch gets his talk time back. And uh, yeah. Big Daddy probably saying, yes, exit Panther, Houston Moneyline, Spurs cover. That's it. What do we talk about today? We talked about Thursday night football, and it's hard to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers without talking about Tom Brady. Is Tom Brady over? Is he is he okay? Is it a, is it a system problem? Is it a Brady problem? Is it all of the above? It's, it's a complicated, complicated <laughs> topic. We talked about World Series Game 1. Are you going to mm. go with the win or are you going to go with the value? Mm. That's, that's a tough call. And, of course, we talked about the NBA and NHL, Max. That's it. That is it. Let us know anything but our picks, your picks, anyways, picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please highest rate and subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us all. Oh, 
Oh, no, never mind. Uh, listen, how about we do a DJ parlay? Um, I'm, I'm, geez, I'm gonna throw in the Knicks on the money line. I love that play. Knicks on the money line. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take the Hawks minus the points. Hawks minus the points. Uh, let's see, Panther. Should we do a Panther pick or should we pick one for him? Because I also really like the Timberwolves. Yeah, let's pick the Timberwolves. Yeah, we'll do that. Oh, yeah, we'll uh, do let's that do too. another one. Astros money line. Rory says. Oh, Astros money line too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That, that's in there too. So four. The, that four. that is your Dgen parlay. You know where we're at. Facebook, Twitter, all that shit. But it's a book club. Join us there. TheDgens.net, and you too can make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.